Marvels comes out. So Adana and I are going to go look back at 2019's Captain Marvel with a rotten score currently at 79% by the critics and 45% by the audience. Does the MCU prequel still hold up? It is. It is a prequel. Okay. Welcome back to Tales of Two Bros. My name is Angel. I'm Adon. Where we give you a review at least once a week. Spoiler alert. Marvels is coming out. We did a review on Ms. Marvel, the series. True. And credit led to... Marvels. Again, guys, I may pronounce these names wrong. Directed by Anna Bolden and Ryan Fleck. Writing credits, you have Anna Bolden, Ryan Fleck again, Geneva robertson Torrette, Nicole Perman, and Meg LaFarge. Starring... You have the cast, Brie Larson as Carol Danvers, Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury, Ben Middleson as Talos, Jude Law as Yon Rogue, Annette Betting as Supreme Intelligence, Lawson, Marvell, Jizman Hansu as Korath, reprising his character role that he did in Guardians. And so this is more like a, also a prequel to Guardians. This movie is a prequel to the MCU. That's as I called it out before. Other than Captain America, it's like the, I want to say it's the next prequel, really. Well, it's more like in the, also. Because it's set in the 90s. Is it the 90s or 80s? 90s, no doubt. I uh, was playing Nirvana, Nine Inch okay. Nails. And your old company was there. Blockbuster Video, baby. <laughs> right. Um, but no, right. Even Captain America was the first Avenger. That's, well, it's more like about him. Mm -hmm. And you have the Tesseract in this. Yeah. But this is more like how Nick Fury became Nick, the Nick Fury that we knew, and the Avengers. What 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 inspired him to create the Avengers Initiative? Yeah. You also have here Lee Pace, who played Ronan, which was he didn't have the face paint he did in Guardians, and he didn't sound so menacing as he did in Guardians. Which I would like to have seen, like you know, maybe I, maybe I do a spinoff, like how he became like that, where his the face paint and the deeper voice. Yeah. You have Lashana Lynch as Maria Rambo, Jimma Chan, Min Irva, who was also in Eternals. So apparently, you know, it doesn't matter if you die you, or if you play the character before, they'll get you back in. Clark Gregg as Agent Coulson, Rune Demte as Bron Char, Algenis Perez Soto as Alt Las, McKenna Grace as Young Carol, Akira Akbar as Monica Rambo, the younger version. Now, I liked it when I first saw it and watching it again, and I still like it. Mm, okay. Well, here's the reason why I like it initially is because how the MCU was going, they were going in a rapid pace, bah, 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 bah. high intensity movies, like fast rates. This movie pulled back a little bit. Going okay. Back, going back to an origin story, putting down a, a, some landmarks because we were like, this is this takes place right before Endgame. We see that in end credits. But it doesn't take place right before Endgame. It, it tells a well, story no, no, before it, it, Endgame. I like, I like. No, well, actually, that, Endgame started. No, that was no, no, Infinity no. War. Endgame Infinity was already happened. Right. So, like I said, like the, the pace was going pop, 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 and then you have Infinity War. Then this movie came out. And, and the end credit scene was what leads to the game. pager. Yeah. Correct. So that's what I liked about the, the pace. Now, I know that Brie Larson got a lot of flack because how she portrayed Captain Marvel. And I liked it. I still like it. I, I'm not going to lie. I was one of the people that was giving flack for Captain Marvel, the movie, mm -hmm. for a lot of reasons. 
Rewatching it now, I can appreciate it more the second time around. I don't think it's Brie Larson, uh, Brie Larson, that I can say her name. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the script, like the dialogue between her and the in the in the settings of the of the film, just didn't sit right with me. In what sense? So there are certain scenes where she's uh, like they're try to make her dry and then throw in humor and it just mm. doesn't mix well pretty much mostly after she lands on earth and interacts with nick fury it's not really like her trying to cope with her her memories as just like her personality just juggles from one area to the next and it's just it didn't seem cohesive it didn't seem like she was developing it just felt confusing she, and just almost was, alien not in a good way but yeah she was very robotic in some of her dialogue exactly that but I, like everywhere else she's not like even at the beginning of the film she's not and even the kree people they're not mm-hmm. so it's like it's offsetting now uh, was that is that the writers or the director's fault so that's what i'm getting at. i don't think it's Bree's fault because i've seen her in other stuff and, and she can act of course uh, she's yeah. well she before she got this she won an oscar yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like room. that it could either have been the director or it could have been the writer or a combination of the two. Because also, I also had problems with Nick Fury. It's kind of the same issues that I had with the Nick Fury show in the sense that this doesn't feel like the Nick or the Fury that we should know. Now, granted, my point of view is a little bit skewed. I go from the comics, cartoons, how I grew up with Nick Fury. And yes, like in the portrayal of Nick Fury, how we have him in the MCU is like this real badass spy who's pretty much had to move up the ranks, maintain, has history with like Robert Redford in um, Captain America Civil War. He's a guy with a reputation. Every time they do a flashback on them, they're taking away all the mystery, but not replacing it with something cool or something that represents how awesome of a character he is, making it very mundane and incidental. Case in point, as funny and as cute as it can be, the fact that he lost his eye to Goose, the cat, it really just hurts his character so much. There's been storylines where his character like lost in a battle, po- possibly lost it to Wolverine. You know, they, there's so many different ways that it could be done. His character, one version of the comics, it was... The true version of the uh, the first super soldier. It was modified for Captain America. And all this backstory history, gone, out the window. They could have well, had that. I mean, I mean, the thing is, like, you have a different Nick Fury for that. Where, like, the Nick Fury that we know, the white original version, the other version where, what was it, the Ultimates? The Ultimates was the one where he was the first Captain, uh, he was the first super soldier. And they gave it to Steve Rogers. The white one, he was played by a Hasselhoff, so I could say the Hasselhoff version. <laughs> that one, uh, he didn't take a super serious. Uh, he took a, it was the further, forever youth formula or something like that. It was a formula I that kept him. I thought it was. Cause it, and then what happened gave him, like, slowed his aging down. That That's what the formula did. It was uh, it's kind of like a knockoff fountain of youth. But that's in the regular 616. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it just slowed down his aging a lot. So really, like he was around when Captain was he around when Captain America was around, or he was uh, cl- damn well close to it. Uh, well, he was friends with um, the Highland Commandos, correct? And they were around with so, Captain uh, America, correct? Yeah, exactly. 
But anyway, yeah, what I find here in the sense of this is again, here I go with Star Wars because this is how, how the prequels gave us lazy, simple explanations of how things came to be. That's how they did it here with Captain Marvel, especially with Nick Fury. Yeah, that's how he got exactly how I was talking about. Like, you know, how right. he got his eye right. and they just right. lessened the characters. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Like, and how he got the, where he got the name for the Avengers Initiative. You know, it was just like simple, simple explanations simple answers where we thought like how his eye came to be it was like you said before with wolverine and all the stuff the history of different stories of how it how it happened so even though i enjoyed it i did find a lot of full pause here in a sense of consistency with the mcu or what happened pre- prior to it mm-hmm. and what they did here with this they just did like george lucas ignored some things that were already set in motion by previous films how did you feel about the whole Marvel thing? Well, originally as a male, yeah, I'm okay with that. It doesn't really doesn't really matter. I mean, technically, me. originally they were uh, she. He was a love interest of hers, if I'm correct, and she did step in to save him. Uh, Marvel was more of a role model to her. That was it. Marvel really didn't contribute anything other than being a strong role model and establishing a lab base. Where in the comics. Marvel was like the first real uh, opponent to Thanos. But we're here, like, you know, she's trying to find peace for the scrolls, uh, trying to find a home. So she was, she rebelled against her own kind. True. And I'm okay with that. Is, I mean, I'll probably have liked more to see how the power, her powers come to be. It's like that. But it's almost, it feels like she put her essence into that ship in a sense, like then and when it exploded, the essence came on, went on to Danvers. Yeah. And, and, and they like, say they made her a hybrid by fusing their blood to her and whatnot. Which is weird. But again, that's simple es- explanations. Yeah. And, which I mean, makes no sense either. Right. I mean, like her blood turns blue now it, mm-hmm. it, it, it doesn't make sense um it also um, doesn't make sense that everyone speaks english apparently alien and what have you the kree the the, the scrolls are all speak english I'm, yeah even in the comics they writing. don't all speak the same language oh and and that was another thing i was wondering too because like i know now in the comics they made it so carol, Dan- uh, carol danvers it, it turns out like one of her parents was actually kree and that's She's half Cree because of that, and that's why yeah. she was able to take that. They could have made Marvel her like her mother or something like that, right? And it, in the sense, like that would have made more it. sense, right? And not know, like she didn't know that was her mother, but ends up being they their their roads cross. Even though we're kind of like dogging it, I I still liked it. I was like watching, and I was like, wow, this is actually really good. This is actually better than I thought. Now, granted, it, it had the whole Barbie feel, meaning felt like there's moments where it was forcing you know women's strength, women's power, whatever. Absolutely, hundred you know, percent. You had that here, um, and and I can understand is her character. She went through a lot growing up, always being pushed down, but she always got up, no matter how many times she fell. She always got up. I thought that was cheesy, though, at the end, where they no, no, did the flashback of all her past selves standing up. Right. I mean, granted, yes. And they did a long hold on a couple of them. It was like, that's, that's enough. You don't mm-hmm. have to hold the pose. No, I get that. And they know her partner, her friend, her teammate, uh, best friend. They were like the female versions of Top Gun, which they had the, the cat named Goose in honor of Top Gun. Yeah, the movie. Or not, not the, not the cat, the, the Ferklin, the, Fer, the Ferklin? You can call it, look, call it a cat for now because we're going to mess up the, the alien name. I was more interested in like her alien teammates, the Kree te- teammates. I was more interested in Korath, uh, Rune, 
Tempt, the guy with the beard. Right. And Atlas. They had character and personality. Even like uh Min- oh, was it Minerva? She had like personality. And I wanted more from that crew. Like when they're fighting and uh Bronchar comes in with a pinball machine, he's like, Incoming. I, I just got a kick out of that for some reason. Like he's just a guy who fights not seriously. And that last even tells him, Don't make us do this. And she kind of plows through her own team like well, it, it like it's nothing. But the thing is, is like it's, it's not really her team. But so she's like, she's been there she for like- years. Six years, but the thing is, she doesn't trust anyone. She had amnesia from the blast, and she just believes a lie. And she can't, you know, so who's she going to trust? She can't trust Minerva. Yeah, I, I get mean, that. I, I, know, I understand what you're saying. And, you know, and granted, the thing is, there are ease. Like, Atlas was the only one that said, don't do it. Like, he had the ones, like, a little more level head. Everyone was, was game to fight. True. So what are you going to do? Well, she kind of like them? started swinging first. Yeah, but they had the weapons out. She is a living weapon. Yeah, but she wasn't swinging. They were like having the weapons out. So she was, you, I'm sorry, you're not going to defend yourself? If they, she if she up, walked into the room alone. She wasn't firing. <laughs> she wasn't firing at them. They that's like out. having a gun pointed at your face. It's like, I'm not firing. Do no, I feel that's threatened? What they did. That's what they did. I'm, I'm just saying it's the same. If someone came in and I know they're in completely engulfed in energy flame and i know that will quite literally vaporize me i'll still have a gun pointed to them but nerf gun or not okay all right, you're a bully all right no worries okay <laughs> Got it. what about favorite moments i kind of liked it on the scroll ship when she was captured first initially mm-hmm. i mentioned about the end fight scene I, I enjoyed that actually specifically the fight scene portion i like the interaction between Talos and Nick Fury. Those interactions between his their characters really were, and I can understand why they used them for the Nick Fury show because Talos, I personally, every scene that he was in, I enjoyed. Right, I, I feel the same way. He he was a scene stealer. I like, especially with the Ferklin. It was very natural, and he stole it for me. Yeah, yeah. he was a very uh, like when he's in the house, he's sipping the tea. Is it tea or coffee? He's like, and he's like being. It's like I came to you in my natural form, no threats or anything. And they're like, what's that? Well, you got to understand. <laughs> he just right rolls well, and, with and it. The thing, and they're asking him questions on the on the ship. He's like, can you turn to a cabinet? It's like, why would I turn into a cabinet? Okay. Venus five chap. I'll give you fifty dollars right now. <laughs> he's just getting annoyed. Now, for me, it was um, the actions were action was a lot better than I thought. But I also remembered when the training sequence, when Danvers and Yon Rog were fighting in the beginning. So you want to fight, talking, and they're fighting hand to hand combat. He reminded me of Tony Ja in The Protector, where they're doing the forms like with the horns. And oh, with that. his techniques. Yeah, because he was like he'll duck, and at the same time he'll grab her arm and then turn around and go into a standing arm lock yeah and then he'll duck again and grab another punch and then twirl it like she's like almost like in a half nelson i saw that i thought of tony ja the protector because that style was was a form of mutai where uh using the like it represents the elephant's husks yeah, and t- and nose. Uh, I would say that's high praise. Well, technique that, wise, I mean, Jude Law did very well in that. He played. He was awesome in this. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what's great about like with the MCU. They get legit actors, thespians to amp up a role or the movie. Yeah, you have Annette Bening, Samuel Jackson, Brie Larson, Jude Law, Ben Mendelsohn, 
like these guys are seasoned actors. Some mm-hmm. of them are Shakespearean actors, uh, just like Alec Guinness, Sir Alec Guinness was a, a Shakespearean actor that did Obi-Wan and he brought it up. Even though he hated the lines, he thought the writing was trash, his performance still led it to make a, a believable character. And that's what oh, these absolutely. guys absolutely, yeah. And her releasing her power. It was very Neo in the Matrix. I can say that. Well, yeah, you had the thing where like when Neo realized that he is the one and when she took off that chip to block her powers. And so when they both kind of like he didn't float, she did, but her eyes are down and as his was too. And he come, they both look up, even though Neo had his eyes closed and he opened to look at the agents where her eyes were just up and glowing the whole time. It was just a really good moment. I mean, it was a powerful moment. Now, Fupas. I think we've been going over some of them. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> Before I go to that, I do like Stan Lee cameo. That was nice. It, it was. It's his last one. I can't say nothing bad about it. Was this his last one? It was. It, one? I, I want to say it was the last appearance of him. I could be wrong. If I am, correct me in, in the comments, people. But uh, Endgame was his last one. I thought this was his last one. No, no. He passed away, but he shot for Endgame. Because remember, he's driving the car. It's where uh, Tony Stark and uh, Steve Rogers are in the naval base, or army base. He's driving by, yelling something to the to the army camp. Mm. Okay, I don't remember he's that wearing, scene. He's, yeah, he's wearing a wig. They, they, they de-aged him to make him younger, look younger. But so yeah. was that film before this or after this? Endgame came after Captain Marvel, but his death happened i'm talking about his cameo like the filming of his cameo was before or after captain marvel what sometimes they'll film certain roles but like for endgame like i think they were filming some scenes before they were even done captain marvel yeah and they shot but no the thing is regardless it's like one of his final performances but he passed away when this movie came out yeah what i like about that too is cute because it's just very simple but he's reading a script because he's playing himself. Playing himself. Reading a, a script for Mallrats. Yeah. The Kevin Smith movie that he makes a, a, a cameo in there. So mm-hmm. it's kind of funny that, you know, you see the actor playing himself or the the creator of Marvel playing himself getting ready for another movie, which is kind of funny. But a couple of things. How does she know how to ride a motorcycle? Well, I was the know- first thing that came to mind when you were started saying Fupas. <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> She knows how to ride a motorcycle, even though she has amnesia. Doesn't and doesn't recognize anything that's in the human world. She's like, "Where's your communication device?" And then point to Radio Shack and whatever. Doesn't know any of that. Motorcycle shows up. I got this. Or knows where to go, even though she was looking at a map. But she automatically knows where to go. How to read the map? True. I I mean, you can say like I I can understand roads, mountainous areas, or whatever. But you got to know where are you starting from? Where are you now? Correct. In order to go from there, she Correct. doesn't know where she's at. Exactly. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. It's like those little things. Like that makes no sense. Okay. In Iron Man, when we were introduced to Coulson, he spelled out the anagram. The anagram, excuse me, of shield. Yeah, he didn't say shield. At the end, he did. Yeah, yeah. They just call it, just just call it shield because it's too long. Here, they kept calling it shield. Yeah, they didn't that necessarily say the whole thing, but they said shield. I was like, they didn't oh, say any of the anagram. No, they didn't say any of the words that spelled it out. Right. Yeah. They created the anagram. Right. I mean, if that was the case, he would have said it in Iron Man from the get go. Matter of fact, in Iron Man, they said, uh, you know, we're still working on the name. We're still like right. they're talking about it as like a new agency and right. so forth like that. Exactly. Here, this is like 10, 20 years early. Now it's about 10 years early. 
and they're established and they're already established. 2008, 2008 is when Iron Man came out. So roughly 20 years. You can definitely say 15. Okay. So they uh at this point Shield is established and they got their so what's with the whole thing, you know? It right. it, it makes were, no were, sense. I mean, I would appreciate it if they were try- they were saying it and then then one of them says we got to get up a a shorter name we got to create a different name for this mm-hmm. if he just did that i would have found it for one funny uh and make it a callback to iron man but when you just call the shield when it was not called that before it's like really is it the shield hats they already have like clothing right um, exactly i mean it would have been better if they had the same the agency that was in captain america that later on became shield yeah 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 if they, so if they had that there, well, then you know transition. And that's the funny it. thing that that agency that was an agent of Carter, agent of Carter for years. Yeah. Like she was heading up that agency, they evolved it, and it, it came into fruition. Yes, I agree. That could have been the case. Tell me this is not a food pot also. Just met an alien for the first time. Let me take her to the top secret base to uh to gain files on a secret a top secret mission. Right. That's a lot of trust right there. That's immediate trust, which is not cool. Oh, here goes another food pot. So you're saying not that. Mm-hmm. All right. So I understand scrolls can shape shift. Mm-hmm. Right. So Colson is not captured. He's still at the crime scene and blockbuster fury has a fake colson in the car mm-hmm. i understand he can shapeshift and i can stand that what i find is silly that clothes can now shapeshift too so did he shapeshift the gun oh right that's right he had the gun no they can't shapeshift the guns exactly so, so, so how did how did that scroll get a gun that he just saw colson copied him but colson was not touched yeah and he has his piece on him I mean, they could always shapeshift clothes, but the articulate items like that, they can't do. Right, um, but here it goes again. You say they shapeshift clothes, but then a lot of them, the one that, that the, the last scroll that got killed by Yon Rogue in the barn or the shed, he got shot, but he didn't change his clothes. He still had the regular clothes that he was there as, as Danvers. Okay, so, so in, in that one aspect, I, I'll, I'll chalk it up to what Tallow said. Oh, we can all technically physically do it but it's like a skill or, or dare i say an art form like how well you do it is dependent on that ability so maybe some of them can only change to the physical and they can't do like the the clothes but okay i mean the same thing happened in secret evasion yeah, yeah you had some change everything and some just change just their physical body not the clothes yeah the, the organic stuff but like now, the like a firearm and stuff like that, that I, I, none of them could ever do that before. Not even in the comics. Tell me this. How does V-E-R-S spells Veers? I mean, they're aliens. But he read it. He I took the know. dog tag. It should be verse. Like, uh, Maybe it's the same way they call like Marvel instead of Marvel. Right, but it's not Marvel or Marvel. But that's that's due to their alien pronunciation for the the L. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? They call I, I get it. Like, it's, it's like there's no two E's together, or it's not V E R E S. It's not. But then that goes back to your argument of like, why do they all speak English? Uh, and, True. And, I mean, and that's again, that shouldn't have happened. There should be different things. I mean, in the comics, we always read it in English. Because that's for us, but you'll have like either um, parentheses, uh, parentheses, yes, <laughs> to show that is um, a different language. Yeah, and then 
sometimes if they don't want it to be interpreted, they'll do like different characters or whatever right. to represent those languages. Like, right. Yeah, which is for me as a moviegoer, I'm okay with it. I watch a lot of foreign films. So I'm okay with that. Put some subtitles down if you want. Now, also, Monica Rambeau. Now, not to dog on her because she was great. You mean the kid? Yes. This is nitpicking. But I'm mad at WandaVision that brought in the adult Monica Rambeau looks nothing like the child. And a lot of castings people do this when they show a younger version and an older version where this, the younger version is light-skinned. She's definitely mixed. She has some Asian in her and she's lighter than the Monica Rambeau adult who is like chocolate and no Asian display there at all. Her first name is Japanese, Akira. No, this is true, yeah. I mean, this girl is definitely Asian mix, Asian and black mix. I mean, that is a little bit nitpicking. Uh, (laughs) The whole thing with the outfit, that this is real nitpicking now. Oh, Oh, now we're on the same team. I should change the outfit. Wait a minute, so you're telling me you robbed a mannequin did all this other stuff, and you could have just changed your outfit right there. And you're talking about the scrolls changing things. You could have just you're walking. Granted, no, it was like a rubber, a rubber suit. She didn't change the outfit. She just changed the color. True. So it's not the same. No, but no. I, I just it felt cheesy to me. No, I get it. I, I mean, I, I get it. Oh, I do like at the end too the final fight scene where he. It kind of reminded me of. Um, the Adventures of Ford Fairlane, starring Andrew Dice Clay. Damn, I'm going way back on this one. That's a deep cut, bro. I didn't even know about yeah. that one. Oh, yeah. It's pretty funny. But no, this is like, so Yon Rog is is challenging Danvers to fight hand on hand to hand. No powers, nothing like that, right? Yeah. And, it, and then she just, yeah. she just blasts him. Bang. So in Adventures of Ford Fairlane, and you got to watch it, it is funny. The guy is, you know, wants him to fight Ford Fairlane, you know, Andrew Dice Clay. And the guy says, come on, let's go. Let's do it. And Andrew just pulls out a gun and is like, shoots him. Boom. It's like, kind of like you know Indiana Jones thing, but at the same yeah. time, it's like, dude, use your head. I'm not going to, I want to, I want to end this quick. Also goes with another Star Wars with Han shot first. Mm-hmm. I understand that there's so much hate for Brie Larson's performance, which I, I seriously, I think it was blown out of um, proportion, but this movie definitely deserved a sequel from what they showed towards the end where Ronan wants her. He wants to collect her. He wants to get her. Like He wants her because he says, I want that weapon. I would love to see that confrontation. I would love to see that. Or a different adventure for her because she, she was- She was going to go find a planet for this uh, scrolls. For the scrolls, which, yeah. which obviously failed because they were still there. Mm-hmm. She was the avenger of not just the world, but of the galaxy. So yeah. oh, there's so many stories out there. I said it at the beginning- I don't think it was Bree's performance, and I and you're right, she got a lot of flack for that. But I think it was more what she had to work with, the scripts and the directing, possibly both. A lot of the folklore we talked about are just like circumstantial from the story and the script. Mm-hmm. To me, her my her performance is a okay. Mm-hmm. It's not as like Hayden Christensen's performance in the prequels, where it's just total flat, total dry snooze fest. The writing is was a little weak and especially the, and also the directing the directing could have been better but i mean the actions were good the the the, the fight with the old lady in the, in the train it was great yeah like i, I have fun. no issue with the fightings uh the fight scenes just the I overall mean, story kimberly, is what i had the problem with kimberly she came in and she's like you're watching this i was like yeah and then she goes oh she, she just starts watching it so she got entrapped into it yeah oh 
And she totally forgot about the Franklin eating uh, people and swallowing the Tesseract. This is a good movie. I mean, with Rotten Tomatoes, again, we have Rotten Tomatoes score, 79% by the critics, 45% by the audience. I mean, it made over a billion dollars. Can't be that bad. Yeah, well, no. Like, uh, let's be honest. There, you can make money and still be bad. Yeah, but no at the same time. Because meaning you, you can have a great opening weekend and then on the second weekend, it just tanks because people saw it in word of mouth. This did not tank on the second weekend. It was number one for, I believe, two weeks at least. It did do better Winter than Soldier, Black Widow. If Black Widow went out in the theaters, as initially was a, a, a prompt to, it would have probably done well in the first weekend, and it would have definitely tanked on the second weekend. Fair. Definitely no Eternals. No. It is worth the watch. It is worth the own if you want to own it, especially with the behind the scenes. It was done very well. And the music was really good too. I do love 90s music a lot. Right. Um, I mean, it, it, they did, were it fit the, did it fit the places of some of the parts in the movie? Yeah, but does it really fit when, when James Gunn's do it for Guardians? Not every time, but it fits. Yeah, he makes it fit for the, for most, most, part. For, for the most part though. Right, but this felt if it fits to for me in a sense like you know yeah Enough. it's all girl power and all that stuff you have that yes being rammed down our throats but it it did fit for me especially with a I'm just a girl when she's fighting the Cree which is a shame because I I do like that song <laughs> growing up I was like I do enjoy this song you know what it is it felt like a knockoff Wonder Woman to me I hate to say it like that. Where they're like trying to, uh, uh, like when you're kind of at parts, make it force down like women empowerment. You kind of said it too. Like it's Barbie not necessary. Does. Yeah, but she's the, she's the hero of the story. No, what I mean by not necessary is like if you want a character to really show how in, independent and strong they are, minus to gender or whatever, don't throw it down our throats that they are one specific gender or whatever. Or if they're one, spe- you know certain characteristic let them naturally represent that and that will become their shining achievement of it and when you start throwing it down all over my face i'm not gonna achieve uh be like that's really cool strong woman uh, empowerment character out of the blue sigourney weaver aliens character they don't argue that uh, she's a guy or girl whatever she's like i killed queens and xenomorphs and lived alien three right no one questions in that. Terminator 2, a Sarah Connor. No one questions how badass it was separate in the first movie. But in other movies, no one questions how badass Sarah Connors is. You're right. It just takes away from the enjoyment for me when I when I have to get force fed. No, I get it. You're right. You're you're right about that. But I I mean, I don't know. It, to me, if it I I, what, I didn't get appalled by it or offended by it. I was just like, okay, it is what it is. I'm not really offended. It's just that it No, but I understand what you're saying though. It's, right but it, like for me seeing this and then seeing barbie well i never watched barbie uh, if you see barbie then you're like okay captain marvel's approach was not so bad <laughs> okay fair enough you know it's just like ugh. yeah <laughs> all right guys that is our marvelous review of captain marvel have you seen it what was your favorite moment let us know in the description below if you have a movie or show you would like us to review please email us at talesoftwobros at gmail.com or leave it in the comments below. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I'm Angel. I'm Adan. Love you, bro. Love you, too.
keep going, I have to take a shit. Bro, you need, to go the first time. You need a colonic. I got to go. So keep going.